Empire BTQ. Shout out to my man Steven and the family out there in Miami Springs. They holding it down. Check out the Instagram, Empire BTQ. Go get your drip. City of Champions. You know what it is, baby. We got everything in rotation. Hey, man. Episode 5. I'm glad you guys are here. I'm glad some of you made it back. If a lot of you made it back, fucking fantastic, man. Also, this episode is also brought to you by, not sponsored, but it is brought to you by... 19 Crimes, once again. This one is called The Banisher. All right, it's a Park Red 2021. Uh, I'm going to keep it real with y'all, all right? I'm going to keep it real with y'all. <laughs> I had about $40 of wine in my fucking, you know, in, in my cart. I was walking out of Publix. I was about to check out, and I passed by a BOGO of this bottle. That bitch said, buy one, get one free. Eleven ninety nine. Oh Lord, please stop talking. Just stop talking. I took those bottles that I had back ASAP, and I walked right by, and I grabbed two of these motherfuckers. Cause, cause, listen, it's from the same company that makes Smoo's, Snoop's Cali Red. And if there's one thing I know, the last time I drank Snoop's Cali Red, that bitch had me on a motherfucking trip. So this motherfucker can't be that much better either. And buy one get one free. Hello. Anybody in there, McFly? Hello? 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 Anybody home? Hey, think McFly. Listen, Corona could never. I've been a, I've been a, I've been a patriarch. I, I have been a, un patrocinador of Corona for the past, like, 20 years. And not once have they ever offered me a buy one, get one free. So you know what? Fuck them. Fuck them. Ever since I switched over to red wine, this bitch been lit anyways. So fuck them. I mean, <laughs> one downside. I will say one downside about drinking this wine, all right? Um, I had to brush my teeth before jumping on this motherfucker earlier because these motherfuckers get purple, yo. Nobody ever told me this shit. Why didn't none of y'all ever tell me that drinking red wine makes your teeth purple? I be waking up in the morning, my girl be looking at me like, please. Please, for the love of God, brush your teeth before you lean over here to give me a kiss. And I be looking at her like, listen, bro. <laughs> you worried about my teeth, but you worried about my fucking... Oh, it's for another story. For another story. It's for another story. Yo, episode five, baby. We getting this bitch moving. We getting this bitch cracking. You guys enjoying the scenery? It's not much to look at, but hey, it's different. All right, we're not sitting on the couch today. We went ahead and we invested in the chair. We invested in the table. We got a little backdrop. I even put a TV on for you motherfuckers. Can you believe that? Name another podcast that puts a TV on for you motherfuckers so you can see what's happening live. I don't know of another one. There's probably another one, but truth be told, I am not going to do the research to try to figure that one out. But I figured, hey, man. 
Let's create a more amicable environment. Ooh, amicable, what a word. I bet you guys didn't know that I had an extensive vocabulary like irresistible or extubitary. It's not a word. But <laughs> but hey, man, I'm, I, I'm happy to be back here. I'm happy to keep this bitch moving with you guys. I'm sorry it's taking so long. I mean, episode four took me longer than expected to upload, but that's just life, man, like. Honestly, I wanted to get into it. I wanted to dive right into it, but I just couldn't, you know. Podcast doesn't pay anything. Not yet anyways, but <laughs> wait till 19 crimes find out that I'm emptying up the stock at Publix. <laughs> They're going to be like, my butt. Ven paga mi hermano. And I'm going to be like, mi hermano, where you been at? You know what I'm talking about? But no, man, I, you know, I got a busy work schedule. Um, my fat ass has been going to the gym a lot lately, so I've been coming home super late, and when I get home super late, I, I've been telling myself, yo, I gotta edit these tracks. Now, reminder, I'm the producer, the editor, the musician, the, the, the director, the, the, the idea, the content creator, the marketing manager, the Instagram, the social media manager, I am everything built into one when it comes to this podcast, which a lot of us are, a lot of us are, but keep pushing, man. Keep pushing. Don't let nobody clown you. Don't let nobody tell you, yo, why are you wasting your time with that? Yo, we in a different world, man. We in a different world. We don't got to go out there and knock door to door to get this shit. Motherfuckers are getting paid just by putting up good content that other dorky ass motherfuckers just like us are looking at. So if you are in this kind of industry, keep pushing, man. Keep pushing. That's one thing that I will never stop telling you is to keep pushing. I preach that to my family. I preach that to my daughter. I preach that to people that I love, and I love you guys. So keep pushing. If this is what you want to do, do it. Don't listen to nobody while you're wasting your time. It's not a waste of time. I actually enjoy doing this. I enjoy this, man. This brings me pure fucking joy to talk shit with you guys, man. And then... Put some clips all over Instagram and have you guys comment on them and we're just interacting. Fuck, I love that shit, man. And I love you guys for loving this shit. And episode five is here. We have no idea what we're going to talk about today, but we're going to get right into this motherfucker, man. Let's get it, baby. Shit, baby, let's get right into it. But first, let's, uh, ooh, you heard that? Let's pour up a little wine, though. Let's pour up a little wine. Hold on one second, one second. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, that's that's more than a cup, but who cares? Hey, <laughs> wine makes me awesome. <laughs> Shout out to my girl. I thought this was a butt plug, but she told me it was a cork, and I was like, oh, who fucking knew? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, man, so... Episode 5, baby. Let's get right back into it. Yo, my anniversary was last weekend. Y'all clap it up for that. Can you believe anybody wants to stay with this motherfucker for five years? Oh, my God. <laughs> Shout out to the wife, man. She uh, Clearly, you, you, you see something in me that only I see in me. So, I appreciate you. That's why you had to be the one. That's why you had to be the one. So, for anniversary weekend, we finally got like a day off. You know, You know what it is, man. When you got kids... I mean, I haven't felt this in a minute now. My son's about to be eight months on the 9th of next month. And um, that shit's flying by. But this was going to be the first time that we, you know, we hit up grandma. We were like, yo, grandma, 
Watch the shorty right quick. <laughs> so that's exactly what I... She was like, can you talk to your mom? I was like, I've already been on that. What the fuck is you talking about? Like, <laughs> what? Like, it wasn't even like a fucking heavy conversation. I'm fucking 36 years old. Yo, ma! Hey, listen. Your man hasn't had a night out in a minute. I'm gonna need you to hold me down. My mom was like, I got you, mijo. I got you. We dropped all the niggas. Like a motherfucking angel. We took off to Doral City Place. We were going to the improv. We went to go see Mr. Red. Mr. Red! Baby boy, what's good? Oi! Tu me entiende? Hey, man, Mr. Red put on a show for us and everybody else that was in that crowd. Mr. Red, you're an amazing stand-up comedian. Keep pushing, man. I fucking love it. You had me with my obnoxious ass laugh all night. You even pointed at me when I was out there, and I was just like... He, he sees me. He sees me. <laughs> but yeah, man, five years with the wife last weekend on the 16th. Oh, man, it's been an incredible journey with her. She's a beautiful woman. She's an amazing woman. She's got a fucking heart of gold and an attitude like a motherfucker. I mean, she doesn't show it, but I can see through it. Have you ever seen those people that you, you know, that you just say something and you know they didn't like it and they just kind of like stiff enough a little bit, but they tell you everything is fine. And you just look at them like, <laughs> I touched the button, didn't I? I touched the button. Let's touch another one. Let's touch another button. Let's see how far we can push this. That's the kind of human that I am. I don't have boundaries. I don't have limits. I apologize. She loves me, though. You know, there's some good, there's some bad, but fuck it, you know, we make it fucking work. <laughs> so we did go see Mr. Red at the Miami Improv this weekend, man. We saw his boy, Lewis. We did see another comedian that opened up. I can't remember her name. If I remember her name, I will drop it in the comments. Um, She was fucking, she set it off, man. Like, she, <laughs> she came out doing the first thing she did was, ah, and I was like, oh, it's lit. It's fucking lit. We in the right show, babe. We in the right show. <laughs> hey, but listen, before that, we did go to dinner. Um, we, we sat at the bar at uh, Chico Malo. I hadn't stopped by Chico Malo yet. Um, this is just crazy because there's so much shit around me that I haven't stopped by just because I just haven't. You know, we sometimes get stuck in this regular routine of just going to the same places over and over and over and over and over, and we don't go outside of our um, safe zone and our comfort zone, and that's, that's, stop doing that. Guys, if there's one thing that I can say is, please go outside your comfort zone. Outside of your comfort zone could bring you so much happiness unlike you've witnessed before. I, I, I preach that to my girl all the time. I'm like, babe, you got to try new things. You got to try new food. You got to try new things. She's got this thing with texture. I can't feel the texture in my mouth. You're not saying that when I'm booking on you. But you can't feel the texture in my mouth. <laughs> But, um, yeah, man, you, you got to try new things. I mean, I wish I would have known. Here's the thing that, I, I, you know, we didn't know that we were going to Chico Malo. We just said, fuck it, we'll, we'll, on the fly, we'll figure this bitch out. Let's just drop this motherfucker off and we can figure out what we're going to do next, all right? <laughs> mm. So we went to Chico Malo. Clearly, it was like this, you know, Tex-Mex restaurant, like a Mexican restaurant. I wish you would have known that. I would have never ate Taco Bell for lunch. You know what it's like having tacos twice in one day? <laughs> two times? One day? Oh, my. It's like two girls, one cup. It's all fucking coming out. 
Okay? It's not okay. I thought I was good. You know, we shared some fajitas. We had tacos. I had... Here's... Here's something that's new for me. Uh, It was the first time that I asked for wine at a bar. Yep. That was me. This guy. I asked for wine at a bar. And I I, I didn't feel comfortable doing it. I got to be real with y'all. I didn't feel comfortable doing it. I get to the bar... We sit down, the guy says, what are you having? I look at him, and um, again, I'm not very educated when it comes to wine. All I know is that I'm drinking red wines right now, all right? I've tried Cabernet. I've tried uh, Pinot Noir. I have tried uh, Cali Reds. I have tried uh, Chianti's. I have tried, I think, Merlot's a red one, too, also. But I don't really know the difference between any of them, if I'm being fucking real with y'all. Like, I, I really... I, I, Absolutely don't. I just know that they all have the same fucking effect. So I go to him. I go, my man, what, what rare wines do you have? He goes, we have a Pinot Noir. I take that one. Not a problem. So to bring out this glass, my girl asked for a um, sour amaretto. He goes to her. She, <laughs> he goes to her, egg white or no egg white. Immediately, I was like, red flag. Red flag. She's going to look over to me and ask me my opinion. I'm going to look over her and I'm going to be like, So she's looking at me, I'm looking at her, she's looking at me, I'm looking at her, she's looking at me, I'm looking at her, and I'm like, it's your choice, it's your motherfucking drink. She looks at him, and he goes, listen, egg white is with the original, the way that it's made. Okay, I can make it without an egg white. And apparently she was feeling spicy, and like, she goes, you know what, fuck it, make it that way. And I was like, holy shit, babe, high fucking five. My girl does not do that. She doesn't just go, okay, fuck it. She usually goes, mm, no. I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. And when it's I don't want it, it's fucking I don't want it. All right? But she had it. They brought it. We had a drink. We had a fajitas. We had this and that. Tranquilito. We look at the time. It is 8.30. The show starts at 9.30. I tell her, babe, what's up? What do you, you want to do? You want to walk around, take pictures? You want to just go stand in line? We go stand in line. We're like the fifth person in line. And we're like, damn, we're fucking early. And immediately they're like, all right, you guys can go forward to the entrance door. And I was like, shit. We're right at the fucking line. This is great. They're going to open the door by like 9 o'clock. I can't remember when's the last time my girl had a drink after her pregnancy. All I know is that that one sour amaretto had those eyes. I'm standing in this line. It's 9 o'clock and I'm like, fuck, they haven't opened the doors. I look over to her and she's like this. I ignore it. I put my arm around her. I bring her a little close. And then I feel her body weight just like plop on me. I look at her and I'm like, hey, are you awake? And she looks up. Are you good? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> no, you're fucking not. <laughs> Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. We did not come on way over here for you to be like, Let that motherfucker stay for the hours that I did not pay for for him to be with at his grandma. Fuck no. <laughs> Bro, listen, when I tell you that they opened those doors like around 940, I was like, we were standing in that bitch for an hour and 10 minutes, bro. <sighs> mirat, mirat.
Yo, look, I make my hair all nice for y'all just so the headphones can make me fucking look like a goddamn rooster. <laughs> Yo, so I mentioned that we had tacos twice, right? Twice. Once for Taco Bell for lunch, which that was probably the one that did it. And then we had Chico Malo, which that was fire. I recommend that 10 out of 10. But um, so we're sitting down, waiters are coming down, drink, food, anything, no problem. Yeah, no, I'm not hungry. Next thing you know, before that curtain hits, my stomach is going. See, that, when it makes that, that's when your asshole clinches like, oh, shit, I'm in fucking trouble. I'm in trouble. My girl's looking at me because she knows there's something wrong. I look at her and I was like, I got to take a shit. I'm looking around, I'm like, I don't see a bathroom. Where's the bathroom at? So she goes first. She goes to the bathroom, but she has to pee, so I, you know, I sent her on that scavenger run, and um, she figures out where the bathroom is. <laughs> One second. She comes back. She comes back. I ask her, where's the bathroom? She goes, through those double doors, be careful. Wait, what? What do you mean be careful? Just be careful. Um, when you walk in through those double doors, you have to go through. Um, you have to go through the club. Now the club has a name. It's it's a, it's a restaurant. I honestly I can't remember the exact name. I can't say that it was Chico Malo, but I can't remember the exact name. But I look at her and I was like, I'm sure I'll be fine. I wasn't fine. I wasn't fine. I, I wasn't fine. I walk up. You know, I have my, my, my shirt unbuttoned down to like my, I have my chest. You guys, I have my chest hair. I, I have my chest hair showing. I have my chains on. I don't know why. I looked at myself and I was like, Yo me veo parecer como tremendo papi. Con los pelos fuera, con la cadena. Con mi jeva, conmigo. Me vuelvo al baño. I open those double doors. All right, there's another set of double doors at the end of it. I open those other double doors and all you hear is, Darkness and laser lights. And I was like, oh my God, I remember this life. I remember this life, but I haven't seen it in so long. <gasps> sir, excuse me, sir. I'm here talking to a waiter. El Baño. Well, I don't know why I said it in, in an American accident when I, I clearly could say, I don't know why I said El Baño. He points in the direction, so I start walking. I'm holding it. I get to the bathroom, I open the door, of course. We live in Miami. We live in Dade County. Of course, there's like a line. Here's the weird part. There's a line for the stalls, but every year and also opens with my head. I'm like, ah, I understand. If my viewers don't understand, I'm sorry. You will. <laughs> If you're from Miami, I'm sure you understand. So um, I had to use, obviously, the stall for actual reasons this time. <laughs> so I'm waiting. I finally get in. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what people have against public bathrooms, but public bathrooms, in case you didn't know, hey, listen, you were here. Get a little closer. In case you didn't know, Public bathrooms were created so that you don't shit or piss yourself. Yeah. I know. 
<laughs> I know. I know. Hard to believe, right? Super hard to believe. But um, I've never had a problem shitting in a public bathroom. You know, I put about six layers of toilet paper down. I am responsible for toilet clogs. Absolutely. I don't deny it. But I put about six layers of toilet paper down because if my cheek touches any porcelain, we're going to the HIV clinic straight away. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. My cheek will not be touching any type of porcelain in a public bathroom. Ain't no fucking way, bro. <laughs> so I finish my business. I go in there. Here's another thing that I haven't seen in a minute. I haven't seen a bathroom attendant with all sorts and arrays of colognes and gums and, and lollipops and, and assortments and feel goods. And I was like, Hey, listen, if you're not prepared to see that bathroom attendant in there, you do what everybody else does. You just walk out that bitch without even washing your hands. All right. That, that's exactly what you do. Street vets know that they need to keep at least $10 worth of ones in their pocket for that bathroom attendant. Because they walk in that bitch. They walk out that bitch. They pretend to wash their hands and they give homie a $1 bill so he can look away. That's exactly. Hey. I am not lying. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. Tell me I'm lying. Just, just, just tell me I'm lying, bro. Half of you motherfuckers don't even piss. You walk in the stall. You do what you do. You walk out. You tip the fucking bathroom attendant. And then halfway back to your table, you're like, damn, I didn't take a piss. What, what do you mean? What did you walk in the stall for? Hmm? Hmm? Welcome to Miami, Florida, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Miami, Florida. <laughs> so moving forward, man, we enjoyed the show. We had an amazing time, amazing drink. Something about the drinks, though. I remember that I kept asking for a refill, refill, refill. The first three cups were... Listen, if you ever go... <laughs> if you ever ask yourself, should I buy the bottle or should I just get drinks? And you feel that just buying the bottle is going to be you, just buy the fucking bottle. I told myself, I was like, all right, so one bottle might be five cups of glass. Blah, 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 blah. Ah, maybe I'll have less than that. Who knows? No, motherfucker. I have fucking, I have five, and I wanted a six. <laughs> I never got the six. But, <laughs> so we enjoyed the show. You know, we, we had a nice, we had a nice after dinner. We had great drinks. We had a bunch of laughs. Mr. Red, I applaud you for the performance that you put on, man. That was that was incredible. Like it had me with my obnoxious laugh. That I, once I left the table, the people that we were with you were like, "Please don't ever lose your laugh." A lot of people find my laugh annoying. It, it, it's a unique laugh at that. I pro- <laughs> I'm sorry. It, it's definitely a unique laugh, but I really can't control it. It's just it's 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 just the way that I laugh, man. Mm. So here's what regular people have to do. Regular people usually have to split, you know, some type of bills with with, with, with their significant other, whatever it is, and that, blah, blah, blah. My wife offered to pay for the improv, right? So I bought the tickets, I bought dinner, I bought everything out, blah, blah, blah. She's like, I'll take care of the improv part. No problem. I was like, shit, be my guest. Why the fuck not, you know? <laughs> Why the fuck not? <sighs> The guy comes to collect the bill. So I tell her, babe, your card. <gasps> oh, my card. Of course. She pulls out her wallet. She unzips her wallet. She starts searching. And she goes, oh, my God. 
Let me guess. You didn't bring your card. <laughs> I didn't bring my card. Oh. <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> okay, so here you go. Now, my I had to open up a brand new account because I had some fraud activity on my account. So now, almost every transaction that goes through gets flagged as a fraud. Of course, I had to live through that embarrassment. Now, the guy comes up very nicely. He goes, hey, um, for some reason... I looked at my phone. I had a text. Isn't that the, like the most annoying text where you have to like text back yes or the letter Y just so they can unblock your card? Guy leaves. I'm sitting with like 12 other people. I'm like, bro, tú no ves la pinta que yo tengo con las cadenas y el reloj. Ahí va mi mierda la que It's all a facade. It's all a facade. <laughs> he comes back. I was like, yo, my man, it was a text. I'm sorry. Here you go. Boom. Now, here's where things get interesting. As a parent, parents, I'm talking to y'all as a parent. If there's one thing that you want on a date night, is that you want to be able to fucking peace. Tell me no. All my parents, where you at? Tell me no. If you go on a date night, at the end of the night, you want to be able to fucking peace. Am I wrong? No, I am not. I don't believe I am. <laughs> my wife tried to bring up the genius idea of like, oh, in the backseat. Now, my... I would love to have sex in the back seat, but I am not 18 years old anymore. I need leg room, okay? The stroke has to come from the equator all the way to the urethra. That's another made-up word, all right? I, I just need my space. So I tell her, don't worry about it, babe. You know what? We'll do it after. <laughs> Silly me. All right, we go pick up our son. We, you know, we have a couple of laughs with my mom. Da, da, da. We drive home. Uh, guy's knocked out. The guy is knocked out. All right? Motherfucker knocked out. But of course, you know, you know, all that shit. aventura. And then when it comes time to like, no, 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 Rookies. <laughs> you should have done that before you picked up. I know, Ma. I know. I'll make sure to keep that in mind for fucking next time. All right? I'll make sure to fucking keep that in mind for next time. <laughs> Regardless of the fact, man. Oh, man. It was a great fucking time. We had a great date. I mean, as parents, you know you need a date night every now and again. As anybody, as any healthy relationship you need date nights you need to keep it active you need to keep the spark going you need to keep it moving man like don't don't get comfortable y'all don't get comfortable i've been in a lot of like failed relationships i don't know not a lot i can't say a lot you know um i've been married twice this is my second marriage you know first marriage was great ended up you know we just fell apart you know we fell apart and no love lost, you know. She's the mother of my daughter. Uh, we get along great. She gets along with my wife. You know, she, she fucking, we get along awesome right now. It wasn't always like that, you know. 
during the beginning stages, it was rough. Uh, you know, heated arguments. There was a lot of animosity towards each other. But, um, you know, I'm glad we grew out of that. I'm glad we grew up, which is what I would wish everybody else does. You know, I'm glad we grew up and we are able to, you know, to maintain, you know, a social relationship within our families, within our groups. And everything is great, man. Shout out to the mom and my daughter. Hey, man, fucking hate you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> she probably doesn't even watch it. But if she does, you know, I'm just kidding, man. It's all love on this side. All we want is for you to be prosperous. But fuck, man. If we can't get laid on a date night, that's going to put a damper on our mood. Now, imagine. Imagine me trying to do a podcast last weekend after not being laid on a date night. I would have just been in here like, man, fuck this podcast, bro. Fuck y'all. Fuck this podcast. I'm out, bitches. Like, nah. We weren't trying to come in here with that kind of energy. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, it was a great fucking time. Side note, my gray hairs are starting to come. Oh, look at this. Look at this. See this? I get all dolled up for y'all just for my microphones because fucking set me up for failure. Look at this shit. What is this, bro? What the fuck is that, bro? Listen, I usually, you guys know me, man. I'm I'm from the city, man. I'm, 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 I'm not born here. I was born in Cuba, but I'm. I'm fucking rooted to the fucking ground of Dade County, man. I'm a blowout fade kind of guy with the part. I don't give a shit. Fuck y'all. I got a really good job right now, y'all. <laughs> I got a really good job, and it's fucking high maintenance as fuck, all right? It's high maintenance as shit. I didn't know there was anything wrong with my nails. Up until I got this job, I'm gonna be real with y'all. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it completely transparent. I kept. I would look at my nails and I'd be like, I bite them, but they're not that bad. Yeah, that wasn't the case. Day two of my job, my director was like, mm. "Now, here's a little background. All right, my director is a very sophisticated, you know, classy, Colombian woman. You know, certain expectations." Of course, me being me, I show up there on my interview, and I'm a charmer. I, you know, I've got the skill sets. I've got what the company needs. I thought about finding the right fit, so I felt like this was the right fit. Boom, we joined forces, which is going great. You know, I, I love the team that I'm with. I love the company that I'm with. Shout out to the Vault House. The Vault House, man. Hey, listen, I'm going to put in a plug right here just for my sake. You guys, stop storing your stuff at home. All right. If you've got expensive watches, if you've got expensive jewelry, if you contact me, man, like it's not even that serious. We've got a private vault. We've got a private safe deposit box company. The fees are not that crazy. Reach out to me. We'll keep you guys protected. We'll keep you guys safe. We'll keep your items secure. There's no way to get into this thing, man. Like, trust me when I tell you your items are secure at the vault house. But regardless, man, I, you know, I did the interview. I had to do a couple of interviews to get this job. Like, it was, I want to say it was an extensive interview process. I had to do three interviews. I did one with the director, one with the CEO, one with the CEO and the director of marketing. And then I did a personality test. They did a mo money laundering test. They did a um, background check. They did everything on me. Classifying colors, man. That's what I am, man. I may be from the city, but your boy, <laughs> your boy got some standards. You feel me? <laughs> mm. So it was a great opportunity, man. And we're, we're grounding and pounding. Now, 
like I said, very high class. And um, it's gotten to the point that I walk out of my house every morning and I'm like, are my nails clean enough? Now, if you look at my nails, my nails are not, you know. I've never been to manicure. <laughs> now, manicure is the word that people who don't know how to say manicure <laughs> in English use. It's called a nail technician, everybody. Just FYI. But um, I've never been to a nail tech. Um, it's not a machismo thing. I just, honestly, bro, I don't have the time. I don't know how you females got the time to go do your hair. Right. L- l- listen, my, <laughs> my gray hair is just starting to come out already. Last episode that I showed you guys, I had dyed my hair black. I had a completely different haircut. I still had the sides long. Everything was fucking... Completely different. But yeah, man, last time you guys saw me, I had dyed my hair. I, I got a different haircut. Shout out to Miles, man. Hey, Miles. Hey, baby boy. Hey, I appreciate you, man. You know what's the only fucking crazy thing about Miles? My barber, Miles, is a lot younger than I am. I used to have one barber, Jit. Sandor, Mr. Iglesias. <laughs> I know you changed your name, Mr. Iglesias. My boy Jit, man. My boy Jit used to cut my hair for so long, I don't even know what another barber was like. Once he retired and he decided to elevate his life, I was like, fuck, I got to find a new barber. I transitioned through a few, and then I ended up with my dog Miles at MIA Barbershop right here in Miami Gardens, right on 186 and like 70-something. Y'all check him out, man. MIA Barbershop. Miles the Barber is his Instagram, man. So um, I, I ended up bumping into him because my girl Bree, Brianna, um... She braids hair and she fades, and I needed somebody to braid my hair. So while she was braiding my hair, I was like, yo, I need somebody to, like, you know, light me up, this and that. She's like, I got you, my boy. Ever since then, Miles has been my barber. It's been going on a plus year now, and I'm super happy with my dog. But every time I get into his chair, he goes, so what are we doing? Are we going back to the Chico? Are we going for the professional look again? <laughs> oh man so, and I'm always in between man cause I'm never like I, I don't always want to keep the same style I always want to change it up but I just feel like changing it up every now and again is like fuck man some things work some things don't work so this time I was like yo ma I'll just fade the sides off leave the top girl. maybe I'll braid it out later on just let it ride bro just fade the sides out no problem um, so now I fade the sides out and I can see the gray hair started to come out. And obviously my, my fucking mustache and my beard, um, you can start seeing the gray hairs come out. All right. And, um, before I say this, I'm about to catch a lot of beef with females right now. Okay. Before I say this, I'm about to catch a lot of females right now. Um, catch a lot of beef with females right now. And, um, it's a fact because even as I was reading my talking points, I got talking points, y'all. Even as I was reading my talking points out loud, when I said this, my wife was like, <laughs> so I knew it was a proofread. I knew facts that this shit was going to fucking backfire on me. But um, you females got it easy, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. You feel that? Can anybody else feel that? I can already sense the estrogen hate in my DMs right now. Right after I finish that sentence rolling out of my tongue. I can already feel it, all right? <laughs> but um, you females, you dye your hair. No matter how many white hairs you may have, you dye your hair, and it stays dyed. Us guys, it's not like that. Us guys, we dye our hair, and the moment we get one fucking haircut, it goes right back. We end up looking 50 fucking years old again. So what are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? Hmm? 
Where we supposed to just leave the fucking boy here, you know? No, no, no. I don't know where we supposed to move. We gonna figure this motherfucker out, alright? <laughs> mm. You guys, if you didn't notice, I've got the um uh college world series playing in the background right now with LSU, number five team in the nation against Florida, the number two team in the nation. It is the top of the tenth. Both teams are tied three to three. It is one out. And the fucking batter almost got hit over the head. Runner rose second for LSU. Um, shit, it's looking interesting right now. Omaha! Oh my God, Peyton Manning with that Omaha this is incredible. <laughs> we got a special guest in the house. Hey, man, I'm super excited to bring this person on with me. It's the first time she's coming on with me. Um, can't say much about her. An extraordinary human being. Oh, man. It's like if we were cut from the same cloth. But um, without further ado, ma'am, please bring, 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 bring your ass in here. We got a special guest in the building. We call her A. Marie Benitez. Bam, bam, bam. She's my biggest supporter, man. She's always standing by side by side. She's out here flexing. Yeah, girl. Yeah. My biggest supporter, apart from my wife and my family. This is my number one. You my main thing, girl. Yes, sir. Oh, man. You never forget your firstborn. Secondborn is a motherfucker right now, bro. Secondborn is a motherfucker. I can't even lie. I'm thankful that my firstborn is 12 years old right now, and she's a female because every once in a while, she just walks in the room. She picks that motherfucker up, and she takes her in her room with her, and I'm just like, thank you, God. All right. Thank you, God. Right now, she's scrummaging to my kitchen. Um, I believe she's eating a Papa John's cookie pizza. This is about her seventh piece right now. Uh, don't I dare what? The respect the brownie. You feel me? <laughs> oh, it's not a cookie. It's a brownie. That's my bad. Flag on the play. Flag on the play. So, I was doing dishes with my wife the other day. <laughs> you like how I said that? Doing the dishes for my wife. Makes me actually look like I was actually doing anything in the house related. <laughs> so I was doing this for my wife the other day. Actually, I was just really getting tired of playing Tetris with that fucking sink. Um, I mean, shout out to my wife, man. She, she's busy with everything when it comes to this household, when it comes to maintaining the crib, our child, making sure he's good 24 hours, 7 days of the week. But, um... Yeah, I was doing dishes with my wife the other day. <laughs> and uh, when I said I was doing dishes, um, I mean, you could eat off this sink, okay? I scrubbed that bitch so clean. Them bowls, mm, deep scrub, deep scrub on them bowls. So, you know, every husband does this, by the way. Every, every husband. Ladies, if you didn't know, every husband does this, by the way. After he does a household chore... He sits back and expects an appreciation report from you, right? So here I am sitting on my couch, chest inflated, scrolling through my phone because I had, you know, done this incredible task of cleaning seven dishes. <laughs> and um, I hear her, my wife, walk out the room, and I'm like, here it comes. <laughs> what we've all been waiting for. So she walks out the room, walks into the kitchen, I don't even look, but I do look when she walks out the kitchen and walks back into the room, and I'm like, wait a minute, 
what, what the fuck is going on? So then she walks back out, and I was like, oh, shit, she forgot. I got it. I got it. <laughs> My bad. That was on me. That was on me. She walks back out. She walks into the kitchen, and apparently she forgot something for the baby, and then she walks right back into the room. And I'm watching this like, what the fuck? This is fucking, this is an outrage. I feel undervalued, underappreciated, overworked. You mean to tell me that I washed those dishes and I didn't even get a thank you? This is what us guys do, by the way. This is what us guys do when we do any type of household chore. Ooh, dropped my vape. Got another one. This is what, hold on, I gotta pick this up. This is what overweight guys do. That's the sound overweight guys make when they gotta pick something up by weight. <laughs> anyway, I feel undervalued, overworked, underpaid, and oh, what the fuck? You know, I sat there and I was like, I can't, I can't believe I worked this hard. And she didn't even like say thank you. Now, fellas, I mean, you know how much, you know how many things our wives do for us on a day-to-day basis. They, they maintain the crib, they take care of the kids, they do everything in and out. If you don't do shit in your crib, that's your bad. I'm talking to the fellas. If you don't put your, pull your weight, that is your bad, and you need to fucking check yourself. Please remember that it's 50-50, but it's not, okay? It is 100-100. You both got to pull each other's motherfucking weight, okay? Don't expect somebody to do it. Do it. Don't expect for it to be like, oh, my wife got that. No, motherfucker, get your ass up and fucking do it, okay? In this instance, I got my ass up and I took care of those four dishes and I was like, yeah, I'm going to get appreciated for it. Let's go. And then I didn't even get a thank you, and I was like, I ain't no fucking way, motherfucker. <laughs> what do I, do? I've never been put in this precarious situation, what do I do? Ooh, precarious, that's another word, it's almost like presturious, it's not a word. Um, so, I'm, I was, I, you know, the rest of my night, I'm like, what did I do wrong? Did I use the wrong detergent? Did I not put the, the dishes right in the drying rack? What the fuck did I do wrong? And then I sit back and I'm like, you know what? It wasn't me. It was <laughs> Whenever you reach that assumption, just know you wrong. I, I, whenever you think back to yourself and you're like, you know what? Fuck that bitch. It was <laughs> Just know that it was you. <laughs> just know that it was you, okay? So I'm sitting there on the couch and I'm scrolling through my phone. You know, I'm upset about it. So I'm like, you know what? I, I you know, I, I, I wanted to get laid tonight, but you know what? I'm gonna fucking make my point tonight. We're not having sex. I don't know who won that battle right there. It wasn't me. Was it her? I'm not sure who won that battle at that moment. But you know, that was my mind. So I go to bed. You know, we're usually a cuddle couple. You know, we lock legs. You know, we're, we're, we're very affectionate with each other. I go into bed, making more bounces than I need to. <coughs> she tries to put a leg over. I'm like, 
No sounds, but I'm like, yeah. And then I get the first, baby, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. tries to put her leg over me again. No. Mi amor, what's wrong? Nothing. Hmm. And then I got something that I didn't expect to get. I wasn't expecting this one. I wasn't expecting this one. I'll be honest. She leans over and she goes, okay. And she goes to sleep. Bitch, my world was imploding at that moment. I was like, oh, how? How can you sleep knowing you didn't thank me for doing those four dishes, huh? <laughs> but you know what? I chose the bigger route. I chose the bigger route. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do her. She does me. Well, she never does me like this. I don't know where I got that in my head, man. I'm telling you. We are our own poison. Like, we push it in our heads that we shouldn't even have in our heads, man. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to prove a point. Go to sleep. Wake up the next morning. I pretend nothing's happening. Good morning. I get dressed for work. I shower, blah, blah, blah. Wait, I shower first. Then I get dressed for work. And I leave. Now, as I'm doing all of this, I'm always peeping. Hmm. Does she know? Does she know? Does she know? Guess what? No fucking clue. It's like an oblivious face. She's she's handling everything she's got to handle, which is upsetting me more. So I go to work. And um, if you've ever gone to work while having a thought in your head, you know you can't get any work done. <laughs> Zero. Absolutely no work. Um, I'm thinking about this all day, and I'm like, I got to sit down and I got to have a conversation with her. I got to do it. I got to do it. I got to send the text. You know the text. You know the text. Those five words. Hey, we have to talk. (laughs) Those five words will fucking shrink your asshole to a position you didn't even know existed and make you think in that Rolodex like what'll I do? What'll I do? What'll I do? What'll I do? Why do we have to talk? We never have to talk. Why do we have... Those fucking words will put you in a position <laughs> But instead I didn't send it. Oh, by the way, you guys if you drink like I drink, please hydrate. Mm. Please make sure you hydrate. Please don't dehydrate while you're out here drinking. Like, don't be a ridiculous buffoon just out here acting a fool like I usually am. So back to it. I didn't send that text. What I did was I was like, you know what? No, we need to have a one-on-one conversation about this because I'm hurt. (laughs) So I finish work. I drive home. I get home. I I pretend like everything's okay. And um, very well played, she does also. She also pretends like everything is okay. <laughs> but guess what? That conversation is coming. That we need to talk conversation is coming. So I'm sitting on the couch. She's sitting next to me. She gives me a kiss. And I go to her. I was like, hey, listen. We need to talk. Oh, fuck yeah. One time for the boys. We need to talk. We dropped that. 
We dropped that. Whenever the boys dropped the we need to talk fucking words, we feel like we got a fucking leverage on this motherfucker. So, you know, I look at her like, listen, we need to talk. And before I could continue my sentence, she goes, stop. I just wanted to tell you that I was sorry. Come again. I just wanted to tell you that I was sorry. <gasps> See, that that fight should have been won right there. A matter of fact, it wasn't even a fight. That was a head trauma. That was like a mental case that I had going on on my own. But I should have already dropped it right there. You got it, sis. Let's go to the bedroom. Let's get a nut. <laughs> Instead, what I did was, you're sorry. What are you sorry for? <laughs> what a douchebag, right? <laughs> she goes, listen, I know you did the dishes last night. I was really busy with the baby. I didn't tell you all sorry. I didn't tell you thank you. I just wanted to say thanks for doing the dishes, babe. You noticed? You noticed I did the dishes? Oh my God. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> and then I switched it up and I was like, so, um, you know, that really bothered me all day today. Why would you pretend like everything was okay? And she looks at me. This is where I knew that I lost it completely. She looks at me and she goes, oh, baby, I just... I just wanted you to feel what it was like to be undervalued, overworked, and unfucked. You got any more dishes you need me to wash, man? <laughs> so yeah, ladies and gentlemen, hey, listen, man, there's one thing that I've learned in my maturity in my 36 years of life is that Communication is the key to everything, man. Relationships, uh, parenthood, childhood, everything, man. Just communicate with your people. Communicate to one another. Let each other know how you're feeling. Trust me when I tell you that people aren't psychic, okay? If you don't express yourself, if you don't say what's going on in your life, people won't know. No matter how hard they want to know, no matter how much they care, they can't figure you out. So just express yourself vocally express yourself calmly no need to fight over some ridiculous arguments again that last scenario is for the sake of comedy sure it might have gone down somewhere like that i altered it for a little bit comedic reaction but just for me to get my point across communicate with your people um mental health is real you guys mental health is real um express yourself vocally if you're in trouble please let someone know if you're hurting, please let someone know. Trust me, it's not as bad as it looks. We're all in this together, man. So if you need help, reach out. Shit, reach out to me. DM me, message me, email me, text me, whatever you need, man. Just fucking don't live with that by yourself because I promise you that we're here to help. But moving on, man. Hey, listen, I went to go see my guys at 365 Flag Football today. Now, 365 is also owned by Empire BTQ. But 3655 is like another motherfucking family, man. It's a whole other animal. 365 flag football. Let me drop a clip in right now so you guys can check in on the scene. We in the city of Hialeah, Cotson. 
We come to see 365 Flag Football. We always showing love to the crib, Empire BPQ. Let's see what we got going on in here today. right down in here let's get it so yeah man go check out my guys at 365 flag football hey if you guys feel like you got what it takes to join with the elite elite people from miami florida day county you know south florida bring the riddest ballers in this motherfucking crib man listen football i love this motherfucking sport man i love football i was raised off of baseball i'm cuban born we've got baseball in our bloods i played baseball till i was 12 years old until i found football at the age of 10 Nine years old. Let me explain to you guys how I fell in love with football. I fell in love with football. I fell in love with football at the same time that I fell in love with my Miami Dolphins. If you, hey, listen. My motherfucking Miami Dolphins. We rep them shits all the time. You guys clown me all day, but what am I supposed to do, man? What am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to rep for another team, a better team? Why? I live right here. Miami, Florida, 305. The city that brought championships over and over again. The only undefeated motherfucking NFL team in history. The 1972 motherfucking Dolphins. I wasn't alive to see it, but guess what? When I came to this country, one of the first movies that I fell in love with was Ace Ventura Pet Detective. And the plot of that story was that they stole the mascot from the Miami Dolphins. Now, being a kid, I was like, holy shit. They stole a dolphin. I love dolphins. And then I, I didn't even know who Dan Marino was. was but I know that Ace Ventura paved the way. Blow for the dough. Blow for the dough. Ha! <laughs> Listen, Jim Carrey, top of my list. Along with fucking um, Robin Williams, top of my list. But Jim Carrey, top of my list. Jim Carrey made me fall in love with the Miami Dolphins, man. I actually believed that there was a dolphin out there kicking field goals. So I was like, I'm invested. I'm invested. I went to go out there. I joined the, the D.A.R.E. You guys remember D.A.R.E.? The, I don't know the D.A.R.E. slogan, but I know it's don't do drugs, okay? Just like McGruff taking a bite out of grime. <laughs> I joined the D.A.R.E. football team in my elementary school. I played it in middle school. I played football for my high school. I played varsity for Miami high school. Uh, I, I first started in Miami High School, and then I switched over to Miami Springs Senior High School. And um, I told myself I didn't want to play for them. And then it was the best choice I ever made, man. I played, I played ball for Miami Springs Senior High School. Shout out to all my brothers that I played with, man. Shout out to all you guys. Shout out to Bookie. Bookie, you made it to the pros, my man. I'm fucking proud of you, bro. Gartrell, I'm fucking proud of you, man. Like, you made it, dog. I remember what it was like tackling Boogie. Nobody wanted to tackle Boogie. 
right? Nobody wanted to tackle him. He was the number one running back in Dade motherfucking county. Dreadlocks. Big as fuck. It was like Ricky Williams in his prime. Thighs bigger than a fucking semi-truck, all right? When you saw that boy hitting downfield and you tried to hit an arm tackle, you knew you were going to dislocate your shoulder at some way. I never tried to tackle Buki. Matter of fact, that he was the reason that I switched over to offense. Ain't no way that I was tackling that motherfucker. <laughs> but I, 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 have fallen in, I have fallen in love with that game, the game of football. I mean, I don't know if you know what this is, but... It is a metal football. It's supposed to be frozen so I can put it in my drinks. I have yet to freeze a single one of them. But the Miami Dolphins is my team. You guys know the Miami Dolphins is my team. I will rep them to the casket drops, y'all. Like, there's no change in me. I understand you guys hate them. I have no idea why you guys hate them. They haven't done anything to you guys personally. Like, I know motherfuckers. Listen, I know, I know people who cheer for teams for a legitimate reason. And then there's the other ones who just cheer for teams because that's the team that's winning. I can't fuck with y'all. I can't fuck with the people that fuck with the, fuck with the teams that are just winning because you guys are posers. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. I rep my team. I rep everything Dade County, Miami Dolphins, Miami Hurricanes, Miami Heat, Miami Martins, Florida Martins. If you a real one, it's the Florida Martins. Florida Panthers, like... I rip all my home teams. These are my teams, y'all. Like, stop trying to convince me that they're not going to win. Trust me when I tell you, we going to win. If there's one thing that I need before I perish from this world, I need a Super Bowl ring. I need one, man. I need one. My son needs to see one. My daughter needs to see one. Most importantly, I need to see one, man. Like, I'm not even going to lie. This shit will bring a tear to my eye. 100% bring a tear to my eye. I'll be out there for opening day, home game. <laughs> Make sure you guys are out there with me, man. Like, just support your home team, man. <laughs> I mean, if you don't support your home team and you support another team, please have a legitimate reason why you're supporting the other team. Please tell me it's been a family thing that's been handed down generation to generation. I'm a first-generation football fan. Nobody else in my family understands it. I am a first-generation football fan, and I will die a Miami Dolphins fan. Listen, that's it for me, man. That is episode five. I can't believe we've done five of these things already, man. I try to keep it under an hour. I never accomplished that goal, man, but it is what it is, man. I just love talking to y'all. Hey, man, thank you guys so much for always tuning in. Like, I, listen, it's the small things that matter to me, and you guys just showing up and actually listening, downloading, whatever you do, whether you catch the whole thing or a portion of the thing, thank you so much. Just thank you so much. It's a lot of hard work that comes out of me, and um, I just appreciate watching you guys enjoy, man. I appreciate interacting with you all, and um, as always, baby, we loving, we living, we keep it moving. Let's get it.